Veto Brand. I'm Noelle. I am joined here by Foxy Foxy and the lovely Amber. And we are here to present to you Down the Rabbit Hole, our once a month forum where we discuss really weird shit. I enjoy this time with you ladies every <laughs> single time we come together. I just I look wanted you to know that. And I'm in like absolute horrible pain right now. And I've been podcasting for hours. So I've been working towards this final podcast with my buddies. Aww. I'm so happy. It's the light of my week. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me yes. too. Now that there's no WandaVision tomorrow. I know. No fair. I know. I got my. I saw. I can't. I can't live without the WandaVision, guys. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I wasn't even like a Marvel fan, but now I want to know more. Right. I think I'm going to go and watch some of the movies I didn't see. I always loved Scarlet Witch, uh, but I was never a huge Marvel person. I was always a DC person because I'm really into the Batman. But mm -hmm. lately, like I've been watching the old X-Men cartoons over again, and I'm like, oh, I need to invest more time in my Marvel. Oh, I don't think I've invested enough Marvel time, so I'm going to have to I'm very out of the loop. I feel, I'm a hypocrite because, you know, I do the, uh -oh. the Nerd Herders podcast. Right, you're a nerd. And yeah, I'm so behind on you haven't, shows you haven't and movies. You haven't no. watched WandaVision yet? No. Box, do you oh, have Disney no. Plus? I do. Okay, I was going to say, if you don't have it, I'll give you my password because you must watch yeah. WandaVision. Yeah, you need to get in on that. You will love I just, it too. I just have a feeling, like, because when we were talking about it on our other show, like my first instinct, I went right to comic book geek with it because similar happened in, well, not similar, but like the whole mental thing happened in this comic uh arc series called house of m so i'm like is it gonna lead to this is it gonna lead to this and everyone's like just watch the show mm -hmm. just, oh just. our friends over at voice of misery podcaster in our chat he said he should dress better i think you're just just fine because with three beautiful ladies he said so i guess you know that is us we um the house of m yes ties into wandavision from what they're saying and i loved house of m i i have like my over here is my nerd corner of the room well the whole room's my nerd corner obviously but like all my all my favorite graphic novels are over here in the bookshelf mm -hmm. and i have ones i still haven't even read yet over there but i've been mm -hmm. so tied up with watching watching marvel that i haven't like i have everything over there i have t in this closet i have tons of comic books i have the entire death of superman series in there like i have good stuff but i'm always podcasting i never get a second to like take the time to to read into my comic books anymore i feel like this is nerd confessions amber do you have any nerd <laughs> confessions <laughs> she's thinking so hard like, no, no i'm just kind of like a nerd in general so no, my, my, my nerd confession is kids. That's, like, your nerd, that's your nerd confession. Yeah, because like when, when you had one kid, it was like, we could watch everything. There's no time limit. You had the two kids. You could schedule things. You have three kids. I don't know how you do it. I never had three. But by, by the time you have your own personal TV time, you have no attention span. I watch Vine compilations. At Are night, you looking at Amber wrestling with her cat? Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
can't even hold my attention because I'm watching a wrestle with the cat. Vine compilations are good. And I've been really into TikTok lately, which mm-hmm. is how I got onto the killer sofa movie. Yes. <laughs> I saw the preview for that on YouTube and me and Damien were like, oh, we need to see more of this. So we watched more and more of the like trailers and stuff they had out. The killer crazy. Couch. It's the safest piece of furniture I can think of. The safest thing in your house would have to be sitting on your own couch. And now I have to be afraid of my own couch. And, like, I'm kind of hyped about it. I think South Philly, Nina and I are going to do a review. If you watch it, Foxy, you can come on with us. Oh, my God. And I, uh, I invite the director, like, that. I invited the director to come on and talk about it with us? So that would actually be pretty cool to have the uh, guy that actually directed Killer Sofa. Do you know what we're talking about, Amber? Have you seen this Killer Sofa thing yet? No, I was going to say, which... Um... Which strain is that on? Oh, my God. I don't know. I have to find it. See, I saw a preview thingy of it on TikTok. This woman think, was watching it. I with think her Amazon. Funny. The Killer Couch movie. That was Amazon, Amazon right? Yes. yes. Amazon. Right, we'll watch on Amazon. Then You're I have welcome to look at it. it. Did she call him Bunny? Did you yes. call him Bunny? I called yes. Fido Bunny, too. Stop <laughs> really? it. We call each other Bunny. <laughs> when I heard no. you say that, I was like, oh my god. He's bunny, I'm pink. Oh, now we're, Vito and I are both bunny. Because when we have sex, he used to say, do you want to have some honey bunny time? How adorable is that? <laughs> Don't laugh Why at the big bob man. He said, he's, and when we, when we got married, the top of our, our wedding cake was two bunnies with our names on it. That Aww. was our like thing because we did. Um, uh, Danny's with us in the chat. Everybody say hi to Danny. Hi, Danny. Hi, Danny. So, um, yeah, that was our thing. But it's so funny. Bunny must be a common nickname. It's what my dad calls my mom, too. Like, it must be like a super common thing. But Vito's is because of honey bunny time. That was our have sex code in front of the kids. Not have sex in front sense. of the kids, but if you said, <laughs> yeah, honey I, bunny I saw time, the face drop. Was, yeah, did you see that? Was like, <laughs> Really tired, guys. <laughs> I'm having a rough time. I'm really tired. No, that was the that was the code. You know how you have a code in oh. front of the kids, like if you want to say something but you don't want to say it out. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. So I'm gonna worry about that. Code. Well, yours is still little though. He's still little. And and you know, you yeah, do your thing, right? Yeah. When they start to get really time, like yeah. that, oh, single as hell. Did you guys hear that? Single as hell. So jump into those DMs on Amber because <laughs> that is got to be rectified. We got to take care of that for you. you we need to. No, I'm re- actually, honestly, honestly. What? I'm loving the single life. Are you? Well, then I'm loving the single life. I was going to say, I haven't been single in a long time. Neither is Foxy. I don't even remember what it's like. I can't even imagine trying to date. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know where to start. <laughs> Dude, I've said the same thing to my friend Ron because he's been on and off single for years and he's my age and he's telling me all these things as a Tinder and I'm like, dude, I wouldn't survive. I'd just be home with my cats. Fuck that. I don't even know like the swiping. Like I, I don't even know about these things. And I always think like I first started talking to Vito. Well, he started talking to me because I didn't talk to him. He talked to me, uh, but it was on Facebook he hit me up and we had met at a show like a long time ago, but briefly he was, I was like a surprise for a match and he was 
going in and out. So it was like ships that passed in the night. Hey, how you doing? Nothing of it. And then, um, then we started talking when he hit me up online. But now I'm thinking, you got all these different social medias that all these people can hit you up on. And it's awkward a little, mm -hmm. right? Like, like yeah. I have people like DM me on Instagram and stuff. And I'm like, listen, number one, I'm married. Number two, you can't handle the mentalness that comes with this mess. <laughs> right? And like, I'm like Mr. Potato Head in his bucket of parts. I have like a walker and a wheelchair and all this stuff. Nobody wants to deal with that. Even Vito doesn't want to deal with it, but he does. I make him. He has so no like, choice. You know, He's like, stuck it. it, it you know, in the same right, the people now wouldn't be able to do what any of us did back then. Because when I tell, like, when I tell my girlfriend Danielle, she's like, "How did you and Damien like communicate? You know, like, blah blah blah." I'm like, "We didn't. <laughs> like, I didn't have a cell phone. He did because cell phones were just coming out. We spoke like maybe once or twice a day, if that. Like, there was, we had a phone. That's it." Yeah, that's it. Like, it's a phone. Oh, um, you hear an echo. They, she says they, she hears an echo. I'm going to try to rectify the echo. Who is echoing the most, Danny? Probably me. Could be me. I Oh, I just did a bunch of podcasts, so. But it could be me. I've been having a lot of trouble with my mics for some reason, and I don't know why. And I've me, really me been... Today really been struggling with the, uh, the mics. Uh, Russo had to help me fix them the other night because neither mic was working. I'm like, things are just easier when I record it on my phone. Now I got all this equipment. None of it works. <laughs> or I don't know how to work it either. Yeah, she says it's Veronica. So yeah, it's um, Miss Foxy. Yeah, I just adjust. Because I was, I was using this earlier to record my Foxy Reacts videos. And then I watched them back. I'm like, cool. Those are echoing too. <laughs> Yay. Oh, awesome. I do the same thing. Don't worry. I do the same thing. It's all of us. It's all of us. Probably be um, bet you wish you... Watch this. Bet you wish you could go back in time and fix it. <laughs> nice. Today's topic. <laughs> wow. It only took us You're ashamed to of me, there. are you? <laughs> that was a transitional segment. I thought that was that pretty was good. I bet you, you know, we're going to talk about time travel today. Um, and I'm super hyped because I've been waiting the last couple of weeks to do this. And as you guys know, on this show, we do a lot of BS, but we get together and we talk about a strange topic. And this topic, boy, do we have a good one next time, but I'll say at the end of the show, are you totally wearing a Wanda? <laughs> because <laughs> of the topic. Time? I am wearing my WandaVision shirt because I was just getting ready to do a WandaVision review of Big Ray. So I have my, sh <laughs> my shirt on. Um, but anyway, the topic is time travel. And we've done our studying, and some of us took notes. Some of us are foxy. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take notes, or I don't remember. I know Amber's just like me. I know you did the same thing. I'm so awkward. I have to write down what I want to say. Otherwise, it's not coming out. I will totally trail off on another topic, and we would never talk about time travel if I didn't write it down. Because the ADHD is strong in this one. And I will just be all over the place. So guys, I need disco balls. So what can I say? <laughs> so the topic here is time travel. And there are plenty of time travel things to discuss. Um, first off, recently, there's been some discussion about time travel actually being able to be achieved um, through black holes. And they've been opening up these black holes scientists have. And they're thinking that 
based on like Albert Einstein's um, special theory of relativity, um, that it has to do with basically speeding up the particles. And they said it's, it seems to be easier to go forward than to go back. But we have people on this list that I pulled that have said they have gone back hmm. and they've gone back in time. And I'm going to tell you a really interesting one about the Vatican in a little bit, which the Vatican has all kinds of secret shits that just enthralls me that I would love to just go in the Vatican and in the catacombs and like see what they have. Cause there's so many secrets we don't know about, but um, who wants to oh, yeah. start with the uh, little bit? of all this oh no you were they weren't a fan of wandavision how does that even happen you got to be a fan of wandavision back on the subject <laughs> sorry <laughs> who wants to go first well, about their time travel portion of the podcast i, I mean, just got random oh, sorry no it's fine i mean it's, uh, time travel as a whole see like i don't necessarily believe that you can either go back or forward. I think that you can go to different timelines when it comes to time travel. Because, you know, what's past is past. The future, who knows? But there are other things going on simultaneously as everything right now. So I believe, if anything, that time travel is more so a matter of traveling to a different timeline. Because so, so many almost, things uh, can change in the future, like butterfly effects, like the littlest thing. Alternate reality. Danny said, Danny said, Foxy, don't use your podcast mic. That's echoing. When you didn't have it, she said that was, that was good. I've always used it. It's weird. I didn't want to interrupt the story though. I just wanted to, I just wanted to, I just wanted to give you the message. I, I think that, you know, I can see where they would see say that it would be easier to go forward than to go back. Um, because I think a lot of kind of stuff has to do with, um, like the speed of light, the speed of sound, like outracing time, or you could go a few minutes ahead by going so fast. And they're saying it is even possible because you could go into space and come back at a faster time, or you're experiencing different time in space, things like that. I can understand, but some of these people I have on the list is like, Really, like, very, very confusing. I'm going to start off with, I'm going to start off with one from the 1920s, because that's before anybody really thought too much about time travel. I'm, you know, like the H.G. Wells book, The Time Traveler, and things like that. But this gentleman in Switzerland, his name was Paul Denick. He was a teacher, and he fell into a coma, and he woke up a year later. He was in a coma for a year. And in the 1920s, that's a really long time to be able to stay alive in, in a coma. That's like, there was no medical technology. So they didn't really know how he lived through this. And just a year later, he woke up. So he decides to start writing his experience in the coma in a diary. So he writes out in the diary these different experiences that he experienced. What he claims is he wasn't in this coma for a year. He said that he woke up in the year 3906 AD, which is far in the future. Yep. And he said he was a different man when he woke up, almost like he switched places with a man who was in a coma too, 
in 3906. And he knew the guy's name. He said his name was Andrew Northman. He was a doctor. He was in a coma. When he woke up, he was this man. And this is what he said. I wrote down some notes here. He claims that Mars will be colonized. Um, uh, and he had years, but I don't have the year right now. Mars will be colonized, but there's going to be an accident on the Mars colony that will kill 20 million people. He said, wow. it's weird, right? He said, then there's going to be a global war at, at that hundred years um, point. It will end and there'll be global peace. Everything he said was highly detailed in this diary. Now, here's the part that gets me. This diary was never meant to be released. He was a teacher and he showed one of his students this diary. And he said, this is what I experienced when I was in the coma. I got up and I think this man was me here in the coma, but I lived his life in this, and there's all these things and he was so detailed. So the student was actually the one that took the diary and started releasing it. It wasn't a guy. So it's not like he did this for like 1920s clout or anything. You know what I'm saying? He actually believes that he traveled to this year and that a head injury is what made him basically jump into this other body in this other time. What do we think? I mean, that's a long time ago. 1920s, there's there's not TV. There's not things that would make your mind wander to this. Think about it. Is it I mean, possible? Are you to hear me like this? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not using my mic. So. All right. Yeah, I can hear you. Being that he was in a cult, I do find this plausible because... I mean, I'm a huge believer in astral travel, which is the uh, the traveling of the body and the soul when you're like asleep. Right. And being in a coma, it's very possible that he managed some form of astral projection into a different timeline entirely. Right. It's like that. It's like what I was telling you guys last time when we were talking about different timelines as far as the Mandela effect was concerned. Um, and I told you about mine where I felt like when I got married and I hurt my back and I had to, you know, they, I was sedated and everything. I really did feel like I went in a completely different timeline where like all of a sudden Donald Trump is president and there, all these weird things are happening. <laughs> no, unfortunately that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in another timeline it didn't. Um, and let me know because I'll go to that one. Anyway, yeah. um, I feel like that it's possible that maybe there is something to this different timeline when you have something traumatic happen to your body, like a head injury and you're in a coma or like how I was sedated and had all those surgeries in my back. Maybe that brings you to an alternative timeline. I would believe that. My dad, when he was in a two-month coma, and when he woke up, he swears A, B, C, and D all happened. But he's able to describe things right down to like smells and tastes. Yeah, and this this guy is literally like this. They said his his diary was so detailed. They don't know how a man in the 1920s could come up with such a like outrageous idea. It's not like we have the sci-fi and things that we have now in the 20s. That wasn't really 
such a big deal, you know, back then. Now you would say, oh, what are you, you watching too much television or like, what is that, a movie? No, he didn't have those options. Um, Voice of Misery podcast is saying that uh, if you deep freeze someone and thaw them out like a thousand years, that's time travel. Demolition man. <laughs> I mean, you could, you know, dry freeze somebody and then wake them up and... I, what was that? Austin Powers? They froze yes. him and yeah, pulled him in the future like, forever. Like, yeah. Yes. I mean, is that like a thing? The other thing that fascinated me um, is photographic proof. Um, people have a lot of photos on the internet that they claim contain time travelers. Mm -hmm. um, but now, with all of the technology we have. Who's to say those pictures aren't photoshopped or even staged using old school costuming? Now, sometimes I think that, that that's a possibility. Um, but certain photos are, I think, might be different. Um, one of the ones that always got me was there in the 1940s, there was a, um, I think it was in Ontario, there was a bridge reopening, um, South Fork Bridge. And there's a crowd of people that they took a photo of at this bridge because they were having an opening ceremony. And one of the people at the bridge was wearing an outfit that, and he was blending into the crowd, but he was wearing an outfit that you wouldn't think of in the 1940s. You know, everybody was well-dressed, men wore hats, you know, women dressed nicely, everybody wore a suit all the time. It was very different when you went out. You know, my grandmother, my great-grandmother was born in the 1900s. She wouldn't even go on, early 1900s, she wouldn't even go on her porch without dressing up. If you went on the front porch, you had to dress in like your Sunday best because you were out. This guy had on a graphic t-shirt, which I don't think they had in the 40s. Sunglasses. He's carrying a camera that looked like a more modern camera. And they call him the hipster time travel because he was dressed kind of like a hipster would be today. But he definitely wasn't dressed like he was in the 40s. Now, somebody found this. It's in a lot of books because it was a major event. So he couldn't Photoshop that because it's in oh, yeah. books from, you know, the 40s. So where did this guy get this outfit? Where did this come from? Like... He's wearing like a t-shirt, a like a graphic t-shirt. You didn't see those in the 40s. People had plain t-shirts. So where did that guy come from? Could he be a time traveler that got caught trying to witness an event that may have been important to him? Uh, there's a few things that are that, that way. Um, there's a guy called the Mohawk Man and a picture in um, 1905 when banana boats used to deliver goods in New York in the harbor. They found a man with a Mohawk and a t-shirt in the picture by the boat. He had a mohawk. Who has a mohawk in, in, in the 19, uh, 1905? Nobody would have a mohawk, but this guy's there. Not that the they'd let walk around. No, and everybody in the photo is dressed like you would expect somebody in the 1900s to be dressed. But here's this guy with a, with a mohawk shaved head and a t-shirt on. Could he have possibly been involved in time travel or is it just like an overstatement we don't know that's what gets me when there's these photographs that you find that you can't find anything altered to that it always just, confuses me it seems really convenient though where it's like you travel through time and oh look somebody took a picture happened to get you yeah just right the convenience of it is like we were talking about last time the girl in the um, in the Charlie Chaplin outtake 
um, from the movie The Circus, where she walked past the camera and had something to her ear that looked like she was talking on a cell phone. Now, do you think if you traveled through time, you'd be a little more careful to wander on to, like, say, a movie set or a grand opening of a major bridgeway? Like, you think you'd be a little more cautious, but maybe not. Maybe you didn't notice. Maybe, you know, you didn't didn't care enough to notice. Another one that got me photograph-wise was um, Mike Tyson. There was a fight Mike Tyson had in 1995. And if you look into the crowd, it looks like there is a man holding up his cell phone recording the fight. There weren't cell phones with cameras in 1995. And the thing that gets me is it's not a regular camera where you think the lens is in the center. It's up and down and the lens is off to the side like an iPhone. How did he get in that picture? And he's recorded. There's a recording of the fight and there's a still frame of the man recording. How does that happen? Where did he come from? Did he travel back in time because he always wanted to watch a Mike Tyson fight? Think about it. Like, there could be reasons people travel back in time for other things. And what do you guys think? I mean, mean, he could have been really rich and, like, had had access to the latest video camera. Yeah, early tech and shit. They say they need an edible for our conversation because it's super trippy. And it really really (laughs) is super trippy. (laughs) I mean... I could Try see being in the same room as all of us. It's worse. Yeah. I can see the reasons for wanting to go back. Like to sit there and be like, I wanted to see Tyson fight in his prime because I never got a chance. I could totally see that. Because if I went back, I I'd go to Woodstock. That. You know? Like, right. There's things that you would want to do to go back to see. Like yeah. I would love to like go back and see the first WrestleMania. That would be amazing. I would love to go back and do that. There's things that you think, okay, these are events people would say, hey, this was important to me. I want to go back in time. We don't know whether these people are from an alternative universe or from our universe or where they are. But this camera thing, I can't explain it. They said it may look like an old Casio phone but or camera, but still, it didn't have that piece off to the side to, to view. The brain just clicked. Uh-oh. Okay. So now we're really going to go down this bitch, okay? Oh, no. So, Gear up. <laughs> this could very well be possible, but from another timeline, think about it. We, as a society, should be leagues above where it comes to science and technology. You know, people made movies about what 2019 would look like, and we're not even there. No. But if there are alternate timelines, somewhere they might have achieved that. And those people are using time travel recreationally to see these events. And since they're past events, they are a part of all the timelines, like historical data right like it could it could be that there was a mike tyson fight yeah a mike tyson fight on this many levels and you go back and maybe they're going back to our timeline instead of their own 
Yeah. Now, there are people that claim that are still running around and there's some on YouTube. If you if you look on YouTube, there are people that do interviews. Um, I saw one with a guy who calls himself Noah that claims he's from the future. Um, and, uh, he's been on like Apex TV. I don't know if you've guys ever seen that YouTube channel, Apex TV. Noah comes on there regularly. Like it's not like a one-off video where he says, I'm a time traveler. There's a few series of him demonstrating different things that he says are from the future. Um, he claims that he's from 2030, that he's stuck in our time. And he's also said that we got a fucked up timeline where Buster Douglas lit his ass up. <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> well, he claims that in 2028, we will all be introduced to time travel. He said that's when time travel was introduced to the public. He said it's possible now. He said they've been experimenting with it, which we know the government and scientists have been experimenting with black holes and things like that. We don't know all the details. The government doesn't tell us shit. I think I'm feeling like I'm turning into one of the conspiracy horsemen right now. <laughs> the government doesn't tell us anything, but he says in 2028, we will find out. They gave him a lie detector test on air. He passed. They've given him all different kinds of tests, this guy Noah, and he keeps passing these tests and he's been showing products and saying things that are going to happen in, um, in 2030. Um, do you guys think that if, somebody was able to travel through time that they would be allowed to give us details and why would you like pick 2020 to come back to right of all years right <laughs> and if you are can you like give a bitch a warning like yeah like yeah. if you come back tell us you know what's going on because i'd really like to know it's you know they they don't give you a lot of info unless that's one of the rules Right. And some people say it's against everybody knows the back to the future rule. You can't tell them who you are or you might disappear. But if they're involved in government time travel, somebody may come back and bump them off. And there's been a few cases where, and in fact, one more recently where people have disappeared that have claimed to be time travelers. There was one gentleman that won a ton of money playing the, the stock market. And they thought he was an inside trader. And this is more recently. They thought he was an inside trader. So they scooped him up. The CIA grabbed him and said, we think you're involved in inside trading because like you're getting all this money. You put a little bit of money in every stock you're purchasing is going up. And he goes, listen, I'm going to tell you the truth. He goes, I'm a time traveler from the future. And he said, I came back here because I know what stocks are going to go up. I know what day I have the news reports. I came back here to make money and I'm going to go back with the money into the future. And they didn't believe him. So somebody that they don't know who posted his bond because he was arrested and going to go on trial for inside trading. They paid his bond and he's disappeared. Nobody's seen him since he bonded out of jail. Nobody knows where he is. His name doesn't come up anywhere. There's no information on him. He's gone. Now, either he took all that money and went to an island somewhere that none of us know about, or time traveler. Urban legend. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I was, I was reading about it, and I was thinking, you know, there are a lot of urban legends about people that disappeared, or there's one about a, a man that was hit by a carriage in New York, and he way back in the day and he said he woke up in a more modern time he had beer tokens from the 1800s in his pocket to get beers at bars and he just disappeared like do you guys think that that you know that's even legit or are they more urban legend 
I mean, if there's no record of name or anything, I would think more urban legend. They have that guy's name that was hit by the that said he was hit by a carriage at 28. <laughs> they have his name. He had ID on him, but it was not from our time. Could it be a hoax? Could it be uh, people trying to get that internet clout or people trying to even back then hustle people for money, like to get the story out there? Or is that a legit case? Again, it was a trauma. He was hit by a carriage and ended up in a different time, just like the guy from Switzerland. So then it also becomes the question of, could it just be some outrageous dreams because of the head trauma? That's another thing. If people weren't involved, like the man in Switzerland, nobody nobody knows what he's talking about. There's no way to check up on it because it's how many, you know, thousands of years into the future. But it seems like a lot of these things have to do with somebody getting injured or hurt, and then all of a sudden they're in a different time. Like I said, I swear, I went through a different timeline when I got hurt. I swear I am not in the same thing. I'm in a timeline where Vito cooks breakfast. That wasn't a timeline in like 2010. That man burnt pancakes and they were watery on the inside. I don't know how you do that, but that happened. That's and then talent. all of a sudden I get hurt and the guy's in the kitchen making cutlets and sauce on Sunday. Like, where am I? Has to be an alternative timeline. That's the <laughs> is only, it sauce that's or is it gravy? Yeah, a gravy. Yeah, gravy. Him and, him and his gravy. And he calls everything macaroni, which is weird. That's like the we, Italian in him. He was babysitting our friend's kids one time and he kept telling, asking them what they wanted. And he was like, do you want macaroni? And they started cracking up and they told their dad when he came home, Vito calls spaghetti macaroni. Like he was like <laughs> mentally off or something. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's beside the point. He calls it macaroni, but you know, I'm thinking of it an alternative timeline. I really feel like uh, somewhere uh, we went off and these other people they had injuries too and all of a sudden it comes back well i'm from the 1800s or i was in 3031 or whatever all over these injuries it could be a head injury or could it be these injuries take you to another timeline um voices of misery says head trauma does alter one's perceived perception of reality to the point where it becomes their own truth Someone with head trauma could pass a lie detector test and say anything if they believe what they're saying. And he's mm -hmm. convinced mm -hmm. that um, this is a conspiracy theory. True. You, if you believe it, you will pass a lie detector mm -hmm. test. And we've all been, probably everyone in this little chat here has had more than one concussion. Am I right? Or is I it just think me? I so. I'm, I'm pretty seven. sure I've had a couple. <laughs> I'm on number seven one myself. One or two. <laughs> Have you ever had a weird experience after taking a bump and hitting your head or getting punched or whatever else that we used to do on weekends? <laughs> my, all my experiences happen in sleep, never after an injury or like after a traumatic event. My, any time I believe I've been in a different timeline, it's usually been, again, while asleep and... Like everything going on around me is content. So it's not like I'm stressed out or I'm traumatized by anything. It's never happened after deaths or like anything eventful. It's just everything is calm, everything's serene. And I will just, like you could tell the difference between a dream and something that's more than a dream. 
Like, right. you can feel it. It's you can so vivid. Smell it. Like, you're in it, you know? And, like, you can't yeah. help but go, okay, this was not a dream. Like... Um, I, I can... I feel you on that because, I, you know, the dreams... When you have a stroke, your dreams... You can't tell whether you're asleep or you're awake when you have a stroke because your dreams start to blend in with your reality and you get very confused. So there was times when I had the stroke that I would actually freak out, like lucid dreams are saying. I would actually freak out and have to have Vito lucid come dream, in yes. because I would, I would think something happened that was in a dream. So I was really going in and out of a kind of weird reality and that's... That's part of what having a stroke is. You feel like you're in a different world. You vaguely recognize things, but you don't at the same time. And that's kind of almost how I feel some of these people's time travel events are. They couldn't tell whether they were asleep or awake. And it's possible the man in a coma had a stroke and it just went unnoticed because there wasn't CT scans and things like that. Maybe he did and he couldn't tell if he was in or out of reality or not. That's another possibility. I'm I'm about to blow you guys' mind with this next thing. I want to I want to talk oh, no. about the Vatican uh, time travel device because I know we've all been waiting <laughs> for that. I love this this story because I watched a whole thing on it today. I read about it. Let me pull it up here. So in 2002, it's not even that long ago, guys. 2002, there was a Father Bruin um, that wrote a book about a Vatican experimental time machine that they use in the Vatican that um, picks up radio frequencies. This is how it works. It's not a forward-going time machine. It's a backwards-going time machine. He says it picks up the radio frequencies and they will literally show you and put you into historic events. So by using these frequencies, he can go back in time and view historical events. He viewed rare performances from artists like Mozart. He actually went back and said that he saw the, the crucifixion of Christ, that he took a camera and took a picture, and actually in 1972 shared this picture that was supposedly of Christ. And he said, I saw the crucifixion. You, we actually can see the event happen right in front of us. People are still saying that the Vatican is still using this and hiding it because they're trying to go back and basically verify biblical events of course so that are. they could oh of course why, why else would they and and trust me guys i'm not attacking christians or anything that's great i don't know if any of you guys are christians at all anybody anybody christian i know some people in the chat aren't anybody no no okay i'm nope. a buddhist so this means nothing to me um <laughs> i absolutely have no idea uh but i grew up a christian when i was a little kid and um they do have a lot of papers like dead sea scrolls and things like that and we don't know half of what is in those things who is his dealer and where can i find him <laughs> what is he taking but he believes fully that the vatican is using this time machine to verify all these biblical events and biblical paperwork that none of us even know about yet that maybe someday will come out but Again, that kind of goes against the thing where they're saying it's easier to travel forward because of the speed of time than it is to go back. This is the first time I ever heard anybody say radio frequency. 
I've never heard. I don't even know how that would work. I always think of radio frequency as listening as opposed to look at Foxy's face. Oh, you can tell the wheels are spinning. I'm oh, trying my to, God. I'm trying to find a way to word it that will not be offensive and show my blasphemous nature. Just but, throw a just throw it out, out there. there. Here's a disclaimer. In, in an institution <laughs> that regards religion over science the whole idea of them messing with technology and science for religious purposes just does not add up yeah that's my that's my thing now it's technically I mean, it would go against guy, their own religion right this guy is a is a as a uh, what do you call him in? what do you call him in catholic minister preacher pastor father whatever they are he's saying that that they use this but how did they come across it because the the catholic church is very anti-science like you said did they buy this from someone that invented it specifically so they have backup for their different biblical stories or paperworks or findings or ruins or whatever you know, there's a lot of things biblical, not that I want to get into religion or anything, because that's not anybody's bag in this room. But, um, you know, they they have a lot of things that have not been found yet, like the covenant of the ark that's believed to have crazy powers and things like that. They don't know where those things are. For me, if they exist, they're in the Vatican. So I think if they were looking for the things that none of us have found religious artifacts wise, that would be what they would use that for. I would, I would see that, but I can't see them inventing it or even believing it without tons and tons of proof in front of them. And they would have had to buy it from somebody else. Cause I don't see like father Muldowney inventing the time machine. Like I don't see that occurring, yeah. but it's possible. Maybe. It that him they in a vision. Maybe. Oh, yeah. When people say time travel, is it, mentally as an astral projection or physically or some total recall type stuff that's, that's a good question that's a good question like we're debating whether it's actual visual or not now the guy that said that he went back when he was in the coma he said he actually lived that and he actually lived as somebody else and he believed because they were both in a coma something switched between the two in these different times this seems more like they're just seeing an astral projection of the past as opposed to what this guy that was in the coma said of the future. These other time travelers that are on YouTube that say they've come from the future, they're literally saying they have moved their physical body from the future to the past. Is that possible? I don't think that is. No. I think it would have to be on some sort of the astral level that you would have to be able to go. Your physical body, I don't think, could be transported. I would more be apt to believe the, the, the guy in the Vatican, not believe, you know, whatever, but believe that if there's any way to go back, you wouldn't be able to physically take your body back to another time. It's not back to the future, and he's not using a DeLorean, but he he's seeing what's in front of him as far as Mozart playing. You see that in front of you 
I can't see him physically going, opening the door in the opera house, taking a seat next to somebody and watching Mozart. I don't believe that will ever be possible because I think once time is done, it's done. You can't go back. Mm -hmm. You can't go back. And I believe people have souls. I really do believe a soul is an energy to you. And I believe if you go back, that energy can't be there again. That energy's gone for the people that passed away and the people that are, I can't go back and visit my grandfather because mm -hmm. my grandfather's energy has passed on to something else. And I think that's where I have a hard time with believing the people that say they go back to the past or come from the future back to the past. I don't believe that energy still exists. But when you're messing around with time and speed and space in the future, I think that might be possible. Just a, just a theory on my part. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Voice hmm. um, of Misery said the guy in the coma with him, I think his brain went on autopilot, relayed memories of things he heard or read while he was in the coma. Some wires crossed to make him believe he was there. Like a few seconds after you wake up from an intense dream and you feel like you were really there um, for a few seconds until you realize it was dream. Coma guy can't differ, perhaps. And I thought about that, except the fact that I don't know how he would know these things of the future that didn't exist in 1920 Switzerland. And you don't watch TV and you don't like, I mean, I guess he could have read, you know, H.G. Wells or something, but I'm, I'm confused I mean, to what he would know all these things so detailed about the future. I mean, it, it's a matter of accuracy at that point. I mean, if the things he had said ended up happening or coming into fruition, then it's like, oh, damn, he's on to something. But in, but to create those things in your head, I mean, it's it's possible. I mean, even these, I mean, these days with drugs, like there's a whole study on like the creative conscious that opens with certain drugs, whether they're medical or whether they're THC or LSD. And like there's studies about the things that open up in your mind due to the influence of you know, fun substances. So, <laughs> so, I mean, given the time, we don't know what kind of effect the meds that he was on during the coma could have done and that's a very real possibility it would depend on the accuracy like what did happen what was created were they right and medicine we'll find out in seven exactly. years yeah right <laughs> medical medical things um are definitely not uh up to par in the 1920s you know there were things like overdosing people on morphine and you could get cocaine and coke well, those were the days, right, guys? Anyway. Hey, mom, pop me another one of those Cokes. I feel real good. Like, now they, we don't know what type of medication the man was given because there wasn't the modern technology. So where Foxy's saying about we don't know what medication he could have been given to send him on that trip. And that, that's possible. But the guy that was said, you know, in seven or eight years, we'll find out about time travel. We're going to have to wait seven or eight years to find out if that guy was full of shit or not. <laughs> because we're not going to know until we get to that point. But it's scary because there's so many instances of like people calling into radio stations and saying, 
I'm a time traveler on talk shows, people on re-edit. There's a lot of different things on re-edit. There's people that believe they're building time machines. There's a man that said he came back in time to get the first Mac computer because in the future there aren't any left and they oh, needed God. to have it to run some power grid or something and they no longer had the ability to create it. He claimed he came back in time to get this Mac computer. That's weird. It's not like he came back in time and, and was like, um, you know, I need the brand newest Mac and you should give it to me. He was looking for something that would be a little harder to find. Why didn't he go back all the way? Apparently he said there was some reason why he could only travel to a certain time. So he couldn't go back and buy the new Mac. He was only able to go back to a certain time. Now, what that made me think of is how back to the future, you couldn't go back before you were born because you could mess stuff up and start fading things out and whatever else. Maybe that was the year he was born and he couldn't go back any further and he was the only one that volunteered to do it. I mean, do you guys think that that's a possibility that maybe you can only travel within your timeline? That would within make your timeline or your alternate reality. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't travel when you weren't here. You can't go back to the year, you know, we can't go back to the 1950s because we're too young. We were, weren't around. I was going to say too young, but we weren't even thought of in the 1950s. We can't go back there. It's beyond our timeline. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that was the one thing that made me think, well, maybe we can't do that. Because he said, no, I have the specific year that I had to come back and get this computer. It's kind of um, Terminator kind of type stuff almost where you yeah. think about the going back and forth in time. But, I mean, that could be possible. Could you imagine if you, you and I and you could bring a person on this show that claims to be a time traveler and ask them questions? I would. <laughs> they I wouldn't would know what hit them. I mean, I'm I'm already searching for game show contestants currently. Um, you know, like maybe I should add time travelers to the list. Like, is anyone out there a time traveler? Would you like to come on the show with us? Like, it seems like time traveler is a new psychic because you know, like, yeah. like uh, Sylvia Brown, for example. You know, everyone thought she was batshit crazy because she was making all these predictions for years and years into the future. You know. Uh, just so happens that in one of her books, some of her predictions about last year came true. You know, correct. So, but you don't hear much from psychics now. Psychics have now become become mediums that talk to the dead. No one predicts the future anymore. So, in order to predict the future, now we have time travelers. Right. It seems to be a switch from people that used to have like the Notre Dame ability mm -hmm. of telling the future to, well, let me talk to your dead relative. Maybe, maybe it's all a hustle. Maybe the talking to the dead relative thing is a hustle too. You know, you never know, but you know, people go from con to con to con sometimes. Mm -hmm. And yes. now it's a little bit harder to con people with these futuristic abilities because of things like lie detector tests. But as we said, if you believe it, you're going to pass a lie detector test. Mm -hmm. um, Sylvia Brown predicted COVID. Yes, she did. Yeah, Sylvia Brown predicted COVID. And um, Notre Dame, if you go through some of his readings, he predicted everything from Twin Towers to Donald Trump being president. She, uh, Notre Dame predicted Hitler, Notre Dame, and these are, you know, he was talking about flying machines way before anybody ever thought of a flying machine. Mm -hmm. It was, was Notre Dame some type of time traveler? 
Or did he plant the idea and somebody was just like, hey, let me figure out how to invent this. That's the thing. Like, I have such a thing with Notre Dame as he scares the shit out of me. Me but, too. Right? But, like, when you read his stuff, it's very vague. So, like, anybody yeah. could read it and go, okay, that's definitely Hitler. Or, yes, those are Twin Towers. Whereas the stuff that Sylvia Brown wrote, she didn't call it COVID. But she blatantly yeah. said, deadly respiratory virus, which is what this was she couldn't get too specific which essentially is what a psychic is they'll give you a roundabout as detailed as possible but they can't see the future right they just are giving you a, a vague post on facebook basically yeah. about, you know it's they're like the girl that broke up with her boyfriend because he cheated but she doesn't out him but she tries to out him anyway that's notre thomas uh -huh. Like he's, he is the Facebook vague poster, and uh -huh. you and people have taken time to fit things into that. Now, here's one thing that I heard that was a theory that seriously it, it made me laugh, but then it kind of freaked me out a little bit because Nikola Tesla was a weird ass genius. He invented so many things and so many theories, all the way up to the way we communicate today. He had theories on the internet, how it would work, how communication would work. And he was basically lived his life a virginal hermit, just inventing crazy shit other people stole. Now, there is a person um, related to Donald Trump, an uncle, that actually was required to go and check in on Nikola Tesla at one point um, because he had accepted money for uh, something he was supposed to be creating and they thought he was a little loony and maybe he wasn't creating it. Now, the theory that really gets me is someone said that his uncle took a time machine from Nikola Tesla and figured out how to make Trump president in the future because that was part of his bloodline and he pushed for him to be president in, in the future. Now, it is legit that somebody did go from Donald Trump's uncle, went and was involved in Nikola Tesla. If anybody, anybody could invent time travel, I would believe it would have been Tesla yeah. because of the way he invented yes. things yes. and, you know, the theories that he had. And he created so many things that were basically robbed from him. I believe he would be the person that would have been able to create it. I don't know if anyone today, I mean, we got Elon Musk, but he can't even send a rocket in space and have it land without blowing up. <laughs> and those door handles on his stupid fucking cars are ridiculous. <laughs> he He's the only one that you could pin inventing something of that nature on now. But I think if Nikola Tesla was still alive, I think he may have been onto a lot more things. He knew about all these things. Could he have been a time traveler? I believe it. I would believe that. I would believe he could have been a time traveler. See, there are because, a lot of things from the past that I believe of others or that others have seen quite simply because of their demeanor right you know they were geniuses but they were quiet like people are gonna think i'm absolutely nuts but i believe that cthulhu is a real thing why because hp lovecraft wrote about it but he was also a very chill guy he's not gonna go out and say hey guess what there's a thing called cthulhu that exists which is why nothing's gonna happen this year or next year because ego well, it's yeah. fine, Foxy, because it's going to happen in 2028, apparently. <laughs> We're all going to find yeah. out about it. Yeah. <laughs> but right now, I think, 
seven seven years we'll see you then i think that um i think that so much that has happened in the last year or so is a little crazy how things have happened quickly where we were all stuck in our homes for a year um that everybody's attention in the science community became making a vaccine when vaccines take years and years and years to make all of a sudden within a year we have a vaccine and something about that also strikes me as time travelers that we have all of a sudden we have a vaccine why didn't we have a vaccine for other things or cures for other things but now all of a sudden there's this great vaccine oh. it's, it's not it's not like the flu how did we get that and the flu took forever to get a vaccine how does that happen ego Ego. ego. <laughs> it all comes back to ego. No, ego. Dead ass. Everything comes ego. back to ego. Yes, because everybody right now is doing their own thing for personal gain. If everybody That's collaborated true. on one solid thing for mankind, then we would literally be in those movies in the 70s and 80s about this time. But, you know, people like Elon Musk want to do their own thing. They want to be billionaires. Someone wants to be the one to cure cancer, not a team. Like, everything's ego. COVID is a conspiracy theory all on its own. You could get into a deep, a deep rabbit hole with COVID, but I can tell you from experience, it's not fun. No. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not a good time had by anybody. God, no. um, but for me, like... If you have the ability to, to, to do a COVID vaccine within a year and you don't have a cure for cancer yet, I think a lot of it has to do with money mm. and ego, like Foxy said, but financially, like they're not going to make, nobody's going to make money off a COVID vaccine. Nobody's going to make money off of it because it's going to end up, basically they'll get grants and shit from the government, but nobody's going to be rich off a COVID vaccine. But their companies will all improve because they created a COVID vaccine, one, and two, that will get our economy started up again. So why not time travel to get yourself a nice vaccine and get things running again? Like that's the only <laughs> thing I can think of. How do you come up with it that fast? I think they have a cure for cancer and they just don't tell you. Oh yeah, because that's not gonna make them up. It, it, they make more money keeping us sick than allowing us to be healthy. Yes. It's all right, about my mom money. All the time. Uh, uh, Danny says, not rich monetarily, but a look at me, look at me. Yeah, that's uh -huh. what people are really going to. You'll find uh -huh. a lot of people are going to come out and take credit for things like uh, the coronavirus and things like that for the, the vaccines because people love that look at me thing. They do. That is they're all the, about the that spotlight. The, right. That is the car chasing. That is the new thing. Noel nailed it. There's a cure. I'm telling you, there's a cure for a lot of things that they're not going to let out. This is at the 1950s and you're not getting cured from polio. Jonas Salk wouldn't take money for the polio vaccine. He, he invented it himself and he didn't want money for it. He wouldn't patent it. If he patented, he could have been a billionaire, but he wouldn't patent it because we needed it. Now, all of a sudden it's a different time. Somebody on social media is going to brag, and we're going to find out where that vaccine exactly came from. Mm -hmm. Vito's blowing up my phone, and I told him we're podcasting. What is wrong with him? <laughs> where is he? Anybody? Anybody? I don't know what's wrong with him. He's ultimate timeline, Vito. He's Vito? This is ultimate. This is the pancake-making Vito. He's ultimate timeline. 
This is not the same veto I met in 2009. This is a whole new alternative timeline. I told you guys, I think another alternative timeline veto had hair. No, that doesn't exist. I can attest to that because I vaguely knew Vito pre-Noel. Vaguely. He was terrifying. Absolutely scary. Vito now. Oh, my God. I love him. He says honey bunny time. Yeah. <laughs> he loves not kisses. the same Vito. It's like, it's like Vito? Russo knows Vito very well because they came up in wrestling together. You know, Vito got him his first job at WWE. Like, that's how far back him and Vince Russo go. And Vince asked me all the time, what happened to this guy? <laughs> I sent him the funniest pictures of Vito. Like, when Vito goes to Disney, he loves to hug the characters. Like, I picture him hugging Minnie Mouse and stuff. Aww. And I sent him to Russo just to pop him, you know? And he's like, what happened to Vito? Alternative timeline. You did. <laughs> yeah, I ruined, I ruined Big Vito. I ruined Vito. No, I swear to God, it's got to be alternative timeline Vito. It has to be. I can't see how this is the same Vito that scared everybody. This, yeah. I mean, he was scary. He looked scary. He lived scary. And now he's like, oh, we're going to go to a character breakfast tomorrow with Peter Pan. Like, this is a whole <laughs> new person. He wears a shirt with Donald Duck on it. Like, this is Vito alternative timeline veto. exactly i wonder how many different vetoes are out there i wonder if there's a non-italian veto in a timeline i can't even imagine you know there's a female version out there oh my god she probably looks like she hawk <laughs> alternative female timeline veto looks like she hawk but tan <laughs> what if there's a pale veto out there like he has no tan a tan an albino veto? No tan, nice. no gym veto? Wow, I can't even imagine no gym veto. Every day he's at the gym. A veto that doesn't like sports would be another one that I would fall over for. Like a veto that can't play basketball or like, you know. I was going to say golf, but he can't golf. So that's that's our time. My veto. Has he thrown a game? Like, that's the best thing yet? about alternate timelines is try to like figure out how many different versions are there. I would love to just revisit one again. Alternative oh timeline Noelle is normal. <laughs> She's got brown hair. Let me tell you, I don't like her. Nobody <laughs> likes that bitch. <laughs> Get out of your alternative timeline, Harlow. We want nothing to do with you. Yes. She's she's sitting at home with a nice sweater and a cup of coffee with no alcohol in it. Alternative timeline Noelle's a bummer. Yeah, no fun. No fun. <laughs> Alternative time, alternative timeline, Foxy. I'm interested in. Oh God, I can only imagine. Alternative timeline, Foxy. Okay, she's blonde. I was she just gonna say color, that. She loves the color pink. Okay, she always has her nails did. Probably has a Yorkie. No tattoos. No God forbid. Tattoos, alternative no Foxy. And the Yorkie has its own little purse. Yes, it's in yeah, some. Yeah. I'd be Paris Hilton, but without the money. Yeah, I could see that. I yeah. could see that. And you live in the country. And I live. Alternative in the timeline: Foxy owns like land, With lots of horses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a quiet, in a quiet neighborhood where nobody's like playing loud music in the streets. That's alternative. Amber, what's your alternative timeline, Amber? <laughs> More outgoing, I would guess. 
Yeah, Amber's sitting there going, I don't even know what I am, let alone yeah. <laughs> I'm still figuring out this timeline. Never mind other ones. We like you in this timeline. Stay we here. Do. You don't want to mess with the alternative us. They don't seem like fun. No, no, they don't. Alternative me has normal hair. Yeah, normal stuff is no good. Hates cartoons and comic books. Alternative oh timeline. I don't Carlos. like this. <laughs> I don't either. I freak myself out. I'm probably going to have nightmares tonight about oh alternative, alternative me and Vito. No. Gross. Vito with hair. He's still, still threatening I, to grow it. He's still going to do his, um, what was it, Elvis he was going to do? Oh, yeah. He's got to do his Elvis for us. He hasn't done his Elvis. Guys, let's talk a little bit about what we're going to tackle when we convene here next month. Oh, thank you. They're enjoying our fun episode. We are weird. We love to share it with everybody. We're famous for our weirdness. Yes. yes. We always There's have no been. filters together. None. None. But it's fun. Next time, guys, when we convene back here on Amber, what was the date? Do you remember uh, the 15th? 15th. All right. We're going to convene back here on the 15th. And what we are going to discuss is the case of Natalia Barnett. This is a creeper. She was, if you've seen the movie Orphan, The Orphan, there is a real life The Orphan, and her name is Natalia Barnett, and she was adopted by a family who believed she was six, and apparently she was not six. But it gets really super, super weird. So we're going to go down the rabbit hole with you guys on the case of Natalia Barnett next month. Feel free to do your own research and add to the conversation here because we love to have you guys join us in chat so we can discuss these really, really weird fucking things. So next time, Natalia Barnett, the six-year-old midget. We're there. <laughs> can we use Foxy, that Foxy, do you have anything? Do you have anything? Oh, I said, you know all about this chick. Come back next month on the 15th. I am obsessed. I can't, I watched three hours of this shit the other night. We Dr. May have Phil to do was involved. It's like a two-part episode. It may have to be because this is like, I'm still into this and nobody really knows the answer yet. So next month we'll come back here and discuss this. Foxy, give me your plugs, my love. Oh dear. Here is the laundry list. Of where you could find me. Just roll it out. Exactly. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at Viva Foxy Foxy. That is V I V A F O X Y F O X X Y. You can also join Patreon, hit up a membership, and help me support uh, the editor for my book, which is so close to being done. It is my wrestling memoir. Yes, the lovely Noelle and Amber are spoken of very nicely to a fault Yay. in the book. <laughs> the only oh, two no. girls spoken nicely about <laughs> Oh, no. Well, in the stories? beginning, it wasn't because these are the true stories. Oh, yeah, you got to tell the real truth. Hell yeah. Is you your can... cat destroying you again? I know, right? He likes like to put on my shoulders. I love it. You can also support my book at vivafoxyfoxy.threadless.com by picking up a t-shirt or a magnet or a button or what have you about all these weird coffee things that I've created. Like that shirt right there. Woo! I like that. I need to get one. I love it. All right, Amber, your cat is destroying you. Do you have something that you want to plug, my love? Um, Actually, yeah. One of the candle companies that I found 
online. Um, she's a local uh, here in Massachusetts. Um, it's a woman and her wife and their three kids that run it. It's all handmade. It's all soy, gorgeous candles, and they smell so good. Um, What's that? They, have a, they have a web address? Lit Life Candle Company. You can find them on Facebook and on Instagram. So, guys, make sure you check out the Lit Life Candle Company. Now I want to get some smelly candles because you said that. I always Oh, they're amazing. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like my kids are in virtual learning. I got something to say. <laughs> Just want to want a quick, a quick uh, shout out and hi to Voices of Misery. They just started following me on Instagram. I followed back. Thank you. Y'all rock. That, that, those are talking. good people. Those are good peoples over there. I really yeah. like uh, him and his wife. They're good folks. They have a good podcast. Um, oh, and, and Foxy, yes, I uh, will plug my cat. Yeah, you're going to plug the cat? Danny, I put the link for the Facebook here in the um, in the chat. If you guys are interested in going and checking out the uh, candle company, the link is right there in the chat. Um, as you, always, Danny. guys, we thank you for what? I said thank you, Danny. That was cool. Uh, she's on the ball. Um, and thank you guys for joining us here on the Big Veto Brand. You can check us out on Patreon at the Big Veto Brand, also on Twitch right here. Make sure you hit the follow and subscribe button. We have tons of shows coming up, including I got a nerd show coming out. Uh oh. This just happened that I didn't know I was going to do. But, you know, Ray and I need to get away from Vito because he never talks about nerd stuff. So we got to invent our own nerd show. So oh there's going to be a nerd show. Also, here's the big deal, guys. I am looking for contestants for a game show. It's called Out Guido Big Vito. There are prizes. There are prizes. And if you Out Guido Big Vito, you get to be the Big Vito champ for a month until you are unseated by another person that tries to Alguido Big Vito. Danny said she'll play. Danny, send me your info. I'll put you on. Alguido Big Vito is the new show coming to Twitch very, very soon. You can check us out on social media under the Big Vito banner, me at Magic <coughs> Spiller. And also, don't forget to check out our audio podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. So next month, guys, six-year-old orphan midget. Are you ready? No. <laughs> we're never <laughs> well, ready. We're going to get ready. It's going to be fun. All right, on the 15th, and we will see you guys then. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.